You're tuned in to Sheersley Podcast, where I unleash my home salon lifestyle, keeping it sheersley real, unfiltered, and uplifting, inspiring you to become the sparkiest CEO of your life. So prepare yourself to go beyond the beauty chair to create and manifest the business you desire. Welcome back, you marvelous listeners. Again, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to a Shearsley podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostest. <laughs> I'm Jamie, and I am super excited to be talking in your ear hole today about how to break the stigma when you have a home-based beauty business. So I don't know about you if you had any inkling that having a beauty profession career from home was a faux pas, that there is a stigma and a stereotype around it. When I started my hair career 14 years ago now, I was groomed in hair school. My teacher, I remember her, I could see it vividly. She like had her pointy finger and be like, do not work from home. That is very unprofessional. People are uneducated. It is like the black market of our industry. And I was like, for sure, I want to keep this industry professional as possible. I like professionalism. And I wanted to, it was like an honor code that I felt like I had to adhere in the beauty industry. Well, weirdly, look where I am now. Yes, I seriously work from home. And did I see that coming? Absolutely not. But you know what? My seven years being in the salon atmosphere, pros and cons, that just happens with any type of business. But I left my job. I quit on a sour note. And you know what? I I didn't know if I wanted to still be in the beauty industry. Because just to see, like, my vision of the beauty industry was always positive. If we're supposed to be showing a light and uplifting people's confidence in their, you know, showing that their beauty is, like, you know, just amplify what our guests need. But you know what? It's so sad because I experienced in different salons the, the shady part about being in the beauty industry. How you know, beauty bashing in, in between uh, employees. And well, even now it's like amplified on social media, which is super sad. Like, have you ever logged in to one of those like Facebook groups and someone posts a picture and there is like so much negativity? It's like, go get more education. You suck. You shouldn't be behind the chair anymore or any type of profession. And it is sad. It is sickening. And I stayed away from that stuff. I viewed it and you, and in a way it's just like, it just saddens my heart for this industry. And that is like, not what I like about the industry. So I, you know, one of my goals in life was definitely to open up my own salon one day. But at that time, I, time I was not financially set up to have my own business with employees like for sure like I probably could have got loans and 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 everything but you know what like I thought about just doing something else quitting completely but there was still 
a, there was still a dim light of passion. And the thing is, who can hold yourself accountable the most? Your own self. So my husband actually brought up, is like, how about you work from home? Already immediately, red flags went up. I had like warning signs flashing all around me. I was like, don't do it. It's going to be career suicide. But then, you know what? The more he kind of talked about it, that he's like, it would be really nice because then you could do your job and raise your son at the same time. And at the time, I had a two-year-old. I was like, what if that is possible? Independent hairdressers or beauty professions have become on a rise about, you know, I would say like within 10 years, um, because before it was like there was beauty bashing for salon orders, seeing someone who was going independent. And it now it is it is kind of like sought offer to sought offer. Is that the right word? It is sought over. Mm, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> to become a, your own boss, your own CEO. Well, in the city that I am from, and by the way, if you did not know, I'm a Canadian gal, and I was born and raised actually in British Columbia. Now I am an Alberta girl, and in my city, there was no like salon suites available. I researched like different types of office areas, and there was not a lot of uh, opportunity that I could convert office um, office. Uh, rentals uh, to become a salon so I was like okay well what if I do it in my house so I looked into it and you know what a thing that I did was I wrote down all those negative assumptions that I had about a home salon I have I've had stories from clients had had experiences at home salon but truthfully I had that realization when you step away from, you know, bigger corporations or uh, an industry uh, expectation that you you have and you step out of that, you can see um, a more broader view of, you know, what what you want, right? Because I was definitely, you know, being groomed uh, of what the industry wanted and I forgot about myself, what I wanted within the industry. Is that is acceptable. I hope you know that. So I wrote down my negative assumptions that I had that I was uneducated. Well, I love education. I will always be learning. I'm seven years into business and 14 years into salon, and I will forever be taking uh, classes online and business classes because the joys of life, it's always evolving in a knowledge, you know, and sometimes like you will retain knowledge, like go to a class and you just retain so much and you forget about it. And then you go to a different class and then it is like, oh, I remember we taught that, but I've never implemented it before. Well, it's still new knowledge if you implement it, which is cool. Like just observing it and hearing it, but not implementing it is like a whole different story. So that's like a, a sidetrack thing. But anyways, so having um, education, for sure, I'm going to continue on taking the education, and I did. It was unprofessional. Well, what I wanted to do to make it professional is I wanted to make my business legit. So I went to my city to see if my city was allowed to have a business license, because I wanted clients to also have that, that, that persona, that clear vision that I am 
more than a hobby doing this at home. I want to continue on leveling up my business. So I did get that. And then also too, like it's great to have a license and everything, but what attaches to a license is the most important thing is getting insurance. Because you know what? In our industry is like for myself as a hairdresser, I'm working with chemicals, hot tools, and sharp objects. And I want to make sure that if anything happens, you know, to my clients that I'm covered or for myself, I am covered. And that is the most important thing, because if you don't have a business license and you can't obtain uh, insurance. And so I was like, for sure, this is going to help me making sure that I am legit on paper and legit that I can speak about it confidently with no regret or guilt in the industry on social media because that is one thing too is on social media is you have to proudly to promote yourself that you work from home and you're confident about that that is one thing too that is definitely going to help break the stigma for around uh, our industry or outside because here is a thing no it is super interesting that I actually like it was my aha moment it was like my year in to owning seriously was that I actually got more shade from other hairstylists about the location that I do work compared to actually in clientele and clientele are the ones that are going to be able to support you to make sure that you can level up your business and support your family and pay for your beauty expenses that, that you use on them. And this in turn just validated my values about the beauty industry. It didn't have to be set in stone what it's supposed to be like. When you become independent, you really have that aha moment, uh, that life reflecting of like what you want to bring to the table, how you want to serve people and serve yourself within the beauty industry. It is an absolute game changer. And I seriously want you to know that it doesn't matter the location where you do your business. All that really matters is if you have a positive purpose, a um, passion, and definitely professionalism. And those are the things that are going to help you succeed on pursuing your ideal beauty empire from home. Yes, there's absolutely amazing perks about working from home, but you also have to know there's cons too. It's not an easy task because if you decide to open from home and you have a family and have children, you're going to have to juggle in your best abilities. And you know what? If there's certain times that you are unable to service a client or service your family, you know, the the dwindling light on both of those um pursuances is that a right word I'm gonna leave it as that you're welcome <laughs> is that you need to balance it out and that is just part of the business and business planning and when you have a business plan that right there is going to help to break the stigma because all the people that really truly see you and really know more about your business is your family and your clientele 
whatever you show on social media is just a little snippet of what you do. They fully don't see a huge picture transparent of how you actually conduct your business. And that's the thing that I sometimes always struggle about, about social media. I, I, the beginning of social media for a home-based salon, oh my goodness, it definitely, it was amazing. It definitely showed other people that a home-based salon is not scary because you know what, like, um, I loved promoting how I did my colors and showing techniques. And with that being said, within my first couple of years of having a home-based salon, I want to let you know this. There are so many opportunities that are going to open up for you. And just because you work from home, you're not limited. Because you know what? I got headhunted from a really great brand, Matrix. That is a professional product that I use I got headhunted to become an educator and I was an educator for a very short time and it was absolutely amazing. The crew were absolutely amazing. They accepted me. They didn't even care that I work from home as long, you know, in front of my face (laughs) and, and you know what? I never heard any outside and that doesn't matter, but you know what? They still gave me respect in front of me and I've never felt like I was, you know, a third wheel to the party. And, um, so that was a great opportunity. It was short lived and I will, you know, I'll, um, address, you know, why I decided to back away from there. And that was a lot of business things that I had, I had to learn. It was business burnout, but anyways, that is a different episode. So tune in for that one. But yes, you are able to pursue so much more and more opportunities can arise when you work from home. So that is pretty cool. So I just want to share a light that it's not just a stay at home work job. It's more, you're not there working 24 seven. You have to do a lot of balance so you can for sure give energy to yourself and your family at the same time. So those are really great things to help break the stigma. And also is breaking the stigma is you know what, when you are in a group with other hairstylists, for sure, just say, yeah, I own it. I own a home-based salon and it has benefited me and the family. Because the only really difference (laughs) truly of having a home-based business is location and you don't pay for rent. And let me know, and I just want to let you know is paying for rent isn't going to show your professionalism. Not at all. Your professionalism is how you interact with your clients, your people school or school people skills, also to your social media and just on all around how you bring a positive behavior in the industry, what you get inspired and motivate and motivate others. That is like a whole realm of like what professionalism is, isn't a how much is your chair salon chair or how much product you have on the shelf? It doesn't, those things don't matter. And at the beginning of building my business, I thought that's what mattered. I'm going to have to have all these, you know, high standard, expensive uh, gizmos and gadgets and tools to make it in my business. Well, that is not true. I just want to let you know, um, I did move my home salon business in three areas of my house. So recently, actually, just at the end of uh, 2019, me and my family, we moved into a new house. 
So the house that we lived in before, I worked in my basement. And I'm not going to lie, I want to be fully transparent with you guys, is when at the beginning, like working from my basement, um, I had some internal insecurities about it because I was like, oh my goodness, this is not what, you know, I've really envisioned of doing hair. But you know what? To, to make up for that is I just always made my salon space inviting and zenful and peaceful and just a safe place for my clients. And they were always quite amazed of, wow, this is really good. This is, this has, this beats their expectations of what uh, a home salon looked like. And that was, that was rewarding in a way, but there still was that like weird, um, there was something more because I, people did like walk into my front door and then go right downstairs. So I had a boundary set, like no one was allowed to go upstairs and be in more of my personal space. Like I like to still have that disconnection. And, uh, so I just always envisioned of having a different, like a different place. I grew into really loving and wanting to continue on working from home. Um, I had like a three-year plan set in place. I was like, oh, you know, if I get more knowledge of how to run a business, then I will open up my own Shearsley outside studio with employees and everything. And you know what? Going into the business, I grew up like, wow, this is this opportunity is really cool and really amazing. And I can uh, dabble into more business adventures uh, to promote that, you know, it's not as seriously scary as you think it is of working from home. And so I manifested and plan to be in a uh, new to us house, uh, my vision of what I wanted my home base salon to be. Want stairs to access my salon. I wanted separate entrance, and also I wanted a door of disconnection for my house. So when I am done work, I can actually physically close a door and be like, "I'm done work for today. This is a room that I actually don't need to be in." And so that is what we finally did. So after you know seven years, is I moved into a new house, and my now salon is in the front garage. So I have like a storefront, and I absolutely love it. And it has benefited my mindset that disconnection a little bit more too, because like I weirdly like when I plan, like we all envision type what the future is going to bring, right? So I had to envision like business aspects, like what if this happens, like this situation scenario and how I'm going to deal with it. As we know, like we do work from home and I do have a son. He is nine now. And I always had this, like, what if our son becomes an ass? And we have to like discipline him. And what if it was a scenario that it was yelling? And that was something that always like, I, I was always so fearful of because I never wanted my clients to be uncomfortable in those types of scenarios. And that is a boundary that I had to set um, at the very beginning with Kyle. It's like, I always want you to know if I have an evening client and, you know, you got annoyed or, you know, you have to discipline our kid for being an asshat is you have to be respectful because I have a client there. You just tell them that we have to deal with it or you just take and then you leave and then you can go for a drive and talk about it. Because I have experience 
temper tantrums for my kid while I'm doing a service? And what is my action plan uh, to uh, solve the problem while doing a service? And I always got nervous from that too, is like the professionalism, because I always felt like this was like uh, a servicing just a client. Um, making, you know, moms feel great, the self-care you just need it. But you know what? There was some times that I serviced clients that had children that they preferred to bring during their service. And I was okay with that at the very beginning because I had a child as well. It helped occupy him and give him some social interactions. And also too, it was it was a nice little service for moms as well, because you know what? They probably didn't have access to a family member to help childcare or babysitter because sometimes, you know, hair or beauty um, expenses can be expensive for some people. Not everyone has money and a lot of people do save up and have a savings plan for their beauty uh, elements that they want for them own selves that they take priority in. They just don't have it floating around. Uh, and you know what, this helped them not have a babysitter service as well because it goes hand in hand. And I'm a beauty budgeter and I recognize that I had a children too. I empathize with that. And that is something that I do in my business is I love giving a beauty budget beforehand. And this really helped out for my guests of like, okay, this makes sense. And also to attach to like, what is that hair journey beauty budget going to consist of further down the line, not just beauty products, but okay, well, your next session is going to be a maintenance session. And this is the maintenance session that is going to cost you. So then they're able to save for that. So that is like a really professional business aspect in the beauty industry that we can give to clients. And that also too helps, you know, break that wow, this is actually like a beauty business, a legit. A lot of my clients don't realize that they're sometimes in a house. Now that like in a, in a new place, but even before they, because I, I didn't want it to make it have a feel of a house. Like the house, I really find like a home salon aspect is like the house part is truly a benefit from me. It's not a benefit for clients, not at all. Um, it's a benefit truly for my own self. And just because you work from home doesn't mean your beauty expenses will be cheap. Because you know what? I did experience this is when you share that you are a home-based salon, people have that assumption that you are going to be cheaper that your quality of work is not as superior, so your cost is low. Yes, for sure, you know, our overhead is a little bit lower compared because we're not paying for rent, and paying for rent is one of the highest costs in the beauty industry, like uh, running a business. I just took that out. Just because that I don't pay for rent, I want people to know that you still pay for a mortgage. So beauty expenses are not cheap um, doing education is not cheap and all the other providing elements and tools that you give for your clients, a booking system online, those still have a cost attached to it. So there's still a business expense that needs to be paid. But besides that, you have to know your financial numbers. And if you, you know, fit that, there's lots of unglamorous parts about running a business. And if 
that is something that you can't comprehend, but you need to know a little bit about it if you're wanting your businesses to succeed, is just outsource it. Outsource it for someone to have an action plan that aligns with you. You're like, okay, I can understand that. Because you'll see money rolling in, which is great. And then you go buy other beauty expenses to bring into there, but then you're not understanding why you can't pay for yourself. You need to, you need to know that um, you are a legitimate business and having a financial uh, plan. And when you actually see those numbers, you'll be like, oh my goodness, I understand why, you know, some beauty salons charge for what they do. So when you are trying to figure out your, uh, your price, your beauty price menu is you have to look at your demographic, the area that you are in, also your quality of work. Do you continue on taking education and also too? Just because you work from home, you don't have to. This is a thing that I loved so much. Like the the difference from being in a salon and working out some working under somebody else is you had to do what that salon wanted in service parts, is what I'm trying to talk about. And so like doing perms weren't necessarily my favorite thing to do. And there was other beauty services. I'm just like, oh even though I'm qualified to do it, like it was not my favorite. So it was really nice that I got to scale back and actually figure out what I wanted actually to pursue, what I envisioned in hair journeys that I wanted to specialize in. For myself, I love natural. I love natural bases and just glowing it up. So that's doing hair painting. That's just doing little baby lights. And you know what? A simple trim tone and treats in between. I like those little glow ups. I'm sheerly simplistic type of hairstyles. And that's what I have grown to really love as well. But then also too, like I do all of those fun fashion colors. Because that's the artist and the creativity in me. So I call those funk use because with that too is those those services are expensive and they take a long time. So you really have to hound down what your worth is, how much you actually want to be paid, and then double that for your uh, salon expenses. And then also too, like you have to add more percentages on that so then you can have emergency fund, also a set aside for more education because that doesn't come right out of our pockets. You have to save for those things as well. So it business is like very complex and you're not going to get it at the very beginning when you're building it. It's going to be a work in progress. You're going to discover so many things. So I want you to enjoy the process of breaking the stigma of working from home. You absolutely can work from home. If you choose not to, that's fine. There's salon suites. You can still be an employee. This industry is absolutely amazing. You can, it's it's shifting and it's really great to see, but I want to leave you on this note. Embrace the pace of your own business beauty journey you can accomplish some amazing things. There's amazing opportunities out there. And then also too, is just shine the light to everyone that you see and proudly promote that you work from home because it is a great opportunity if it aligns with you. 
If you check down in the show notes, I have a free gift for you. It is a home salon burning questions guidebook. So this guidebook is going to help you manifest the beauty business of your dreams in the comfort of your own home. Till next time, peace out and stay marvelous.